What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Wicked Good Sports. This is Miami Minute, where we cover my favorite team, the Miami Dolphins, who are going to the playoffs. <laughs> so I, I've I started watching the Dolphins around 2002. I think it was the first season I watched in full when I was nine. So when my interest in football really took off. And in that time, I've only seen the Dolphins make the playoffs three times. 2008, 2016, and now 2023. 2008, 2016, didn't go super well. I don't know how this is going to go this year. If Tua doesn't play, probably won't go well either. But at least for today, I'm going to enjoy this. This season was setting up to be a disappointment of epic proportions. From 8-3 and three in the number two seed in the AFC playoffs to potentially 9-8 and eight and out of the playoffs, it just felt like it wasn't our year. And this was coming after a string of, you know, not our years. So it was extremely disappointing to watch this team lose five straight, and potentially be on the outside of the playoffs looking in. Compounded with that, a lot of these losses were due to Tua not playing. He had two official concussions, maybe three. We don't know for sure. The concussions have made him miss the better part of at least five games and not play his best in a half of another one. So... Having a player who has shown flashes and has shown that they can play very well, get injured, and not be able to play and help the Dolphins get to the playoffs was, I mean, it was disappointing. There's no two ways about it. However, I do think that this team has a bright future ahead of it. I think that the team has played hard despite so many injuries, starting out on defense, losing plenty of their cornerbacks, starting out in the preseason with Trey Williams going all the way to Brian Jones not playing, Nick Needham, Brandon Jones getting hurt. It's, just, it, it's been tough. Then losing Tua, having offensive linemen get hurt. It's, it's not the best. So to overcome all of this has been great. For Mike McDaniel to lead the Dolphins to the playoffs with a 9-8 and record, granted the same record they had last season when they missed it, but to be able to make the playoffs – in his first year, with all the adversity for players getting injured, it's very impressive to me. I know there are reports that if they didn't make it, he would be fired. I think that would be a terrible move, regardless of the that the Dolphins had lost to the Jets today. I think Mike McDaniel has made the Dolphins' offense watchable from a previous regime who did not seem to care very much for the offense focused on defense I think the defense has been solid not great but again lots of injuries and I think next year barring injuries this team could be a complete team and be a real threat in the playoffs we'll see what happens there but as for this game Skylar Thompson got the W it wasn't pretty this is an extremely ugly game it was six to six all the way down to 25 seconds left when Jason Sanders, who's been much maligned this season, for good reason, made a 50-yard field goal to give the Dolphins a 9-6 to lead. And they were able to get a safety 
to finish the game out when the Jets were just kind of doing, you know, the, the old razzle-dazzle, throw it, hope that someone gets an angle, is able to run it back. Doesn't always work. Uh, very rarely works, actually, I should say. Um, obviously, the Miami Miracle is, like, one example of it actually working. But for the most part, these kind of plays really are not successful. So I was very positive. Uh, Skyler went... 20 of 31 for 152 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. He did what he needed to do. He didn't turn the ball over. That's basically what he needed to do. Uh, other than that, he was handing it off a lot of the time. I like Skylar Thompson as a potential backup. I don't think he has the necessary tools to be a starter in this league. He hasn't shown me much in his limited playing time. He's very athletic. He has a big arm, but he seems to struggle reading the defense. So, tough. But like I said, he didn't make a big turnover a big mistake like last week when the Dolphins were beating the Patriots Teddy Bridgewater threw a pick six completely changed everything in the game went from leading to trailing and also Teddy got hurt not great this Jets team not that good at this point of the season they've also suffered a ton of injuries and they just couldn't really move the ball that well so it was going to come down to kind of grind it out running you know take what you can get type of a game and that's what happened here and i will give credit to skyler for winning of course but if they have to start skyler next week in buffalo they're getting boat raced out of there and you know that would suck but at least we made it right it's been six years since the last time We've made it, and it's very cathartic to be back here. And I know if you're watching this and you're not a Dolphins fan or you're not a fan of teams that struggle to make the playoffs, you're probably like, well, Dolphins probably don't have much of a shot with the injuries. Why are you happy about this? Because not making it for so many years sucks. And it, it felt like the Dolphins were snake-bitten, faded only to get close, but never actually make it back to the playoffs. So... I'm just, I'm euphoric. I, I took a little while before recording it this week. Just, just to let it soak in, right? That the Dolphins did it. The not only won, the Bills beat the Patriots. You know, it didn't. They didn't have their fate in their hands, but things broke their way, and and that was just really great to see. As for this game, uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. had. 72 yards and 16 carries. Raheem Mostert had 71 yards and 11 carries before getting injured at the end of the first half. He was running angry, running determined. He wanted to make the playoffs, so it sucked that he got hurt. Hopefully, the thumb injury isn't too serious, and he'll be back next week. We shall see. Not much going uh, for the receivers, obviously. Uh, Mike Kosecki had 4 for 46. He actually led the team. In reception yards, Jalen Waddle led it in receptions with 5 for 44. Durham Smythe had 3 for 39, and Tyreek Hill had 2 for 23. So, you know, not not great, but serviceable. Glad to see Gusecki get a little bit of use here. Um, obviously, he hasn't been doing much this year, uh, which is unfortunate, and they probably will move on from him. And he'll probably go make another team very happy with his skill set. Uh, just doesn't work with the offense that the Dolphins want to run, apparently. So, yeah, that is it. The Dolphins, they're in the playoffs. Will Tua come back? I don't know. If he is not cleared to, 
or if there's any like trepidation surrounding him coming back so soon i'm okay with losing i mean it's gonna suck but if Tua can't play there's no way that they go into buffalo and win i know they just went into buffalo and lost what was it 32 29 a few weeks ago that was with Tua. I have no doubt that if Tua plays, they can potentially give the Bills a tough game. But if the long-term health outweighs the you know potential for winning, the potential for going on the run, I understand that. I get that. I'm not going to complain about it. Though I do hope that, that Tua does play because I think they got a shot. I, I might be crazy Homer here, but with Tua... If they can get Armstead back and Tyree Kills and Jalen Waddle's injuries in this game aren't too severe, I think they, they have a chance to potentially make some noise in the playoffs. But I'm not going to get too caught up in that yet. The Miami Minute will be going on for at least another week, and I'm so excited about that. Um, as for this game, you know, Jets played tough. Robert Sala, great defensive coach. What can you say? I think... If the Jets can get a quarterback next year, they could really make some noise. I saw a Reddit thread actually saying that the Jets like overachieved. I don't know. I do think they have a legit roster with a lot of talent. I mean, look at that receiver Wilson today. Always open on third down. Like you can't, you can't coach that. You can't. You know, that's like an X factor, like the Julian Edelman uh, type beat, where it's just like, oh. You need need a third down. He's going to make a miraculous reception and get you the first down. So a lot of, a lot of respect for the Jets here. They beat us earlier in the season, and I think they have a bright future. I think this rivalry will be competitive going forward, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to see that because, uh, like I said, they had a lot of injuries coming into this game, and they don't even have a starting quarterback right now. So respect to them. Um if you're a Dolphins fan, I'd love to hear from you in the comments down below. How excited are you? I'm so excited. I I can't believe that we've made the playoffs. Uh, and I, I know, I know if someone is not a fan of the Dolphins or not a fan of a team that's struggled over the last few decades, they're going to watch this and be like, why is he so excited? It's painful rooting for your team to make the playoffs and have them fail over and over to so to finally succeed. It's a, it's a great feeling, and I hope if you're a Dolphins fan, you are sharing that and you're feeling that right now. So other than that, thank you so much for checking out the Miami Minute. Cover the Dolphins every single week during the regular and now postseason. So as long as they're still playing, I'll be doing a postgame recap like this. So thank you so much for watching. If you liked it, please subscribe. Check us out on Twitter at Wicked Sport or WG Everything, Instagram Wicked Everything or at Wicked Sports, Twitter Twitch.tv slash Wicked Everything, and on TikTok, search Wicked Sports, search Wicked Everything. And you can, of course, follow me on Twitter at the fake BMR, that's B M A R R. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you in the next one.